okay guys, we're still here. <laughs> we didn't get banned, we didn't get taken down. Um, we're still here, we're still kicking, and we're still gonna be bringing you amazing content that you love. However, it, it is still looking like for the very near future, it's gonna be about once a month. So I'm really sorry. I wanna put out more content than that and give you guys more fodder, more enjoyable uh, stuff to watch, especially on Sundays. Uh, I do that out of irony. Um, but we do have an episode for you today. And I'm gonna intro it for you in just a moment. But first, I wanna tell you about some of the upcoming episodes that we've got for you uh, right here on the computer. I just need to edit them and post them. Uh, you wouldn't think it would take that long, but it does, let me tell you. We've got a Chloe cast coming up for you, which I know you're gonna enjoy. I always love those, especially because they're only 10 minutes long. So those of you who are like, man, this thing is dragging on forever, or, or will they just get to the point? Those are for you. Um, then we also have uh, John Bannister's back. John Warden is back. We've got some great episodes with them. And I'm super excited to bring you the very first episode of our podcast that features Josh Owens, a very dear friend of mine I've known for a long time. Uh, we went to the same college, Hiles Anderson, Big Jesus College together, and had a lot of fun memories together uh, inside and outside of that environment. He also has his own podcast, Good Humans. Go check him out over on their Facebook page or Spotify, wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Check out Good Humans. They're terrific. And Josh has done incredible uh, work over there. I sound like a pastor now, don't I? Um, with, with what he's put up as far as content and as far as making the content um, not just enjoyable, but applicable for everyone. So let me talk about today's episode. I'm really excited to, to, to share it with you for a lot of reasons, but probably the biggest reason, because I don't think I've done this before, is I got in a, a Facebook fight, as I do. As if, if you know me personally, you see that going on often. But I got in a pretty, pretty solid Facebook fight with some very, uh, some of them were racist, and most of them were just, you know, uh, intolerant of anyone whose sexual orientation didn't match theirs. So that there's going to be a lot of that on this podcast. So if that's, you know, you definitely never have children watch or listen to this. I don't know why I'd have to say that it's rated uh, for that, but definitely never have that. Um, it's, it's just not wise, in my opinion, and I do have a child. Um, but we, we go over a Facebook fight I have with these people because they just hate gay people so much. But the way they like to express it is uh, we... We love the sinner, but we hate the sin. Or we, t we are tolerant of gay people, but we still love them. And so that is just, to me, mind-boggling. And some of you watching this may, may think I, you know, like I'm speaking some kind of cryptic alien stuff. Because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't register. Like, how do you love someone but not what they do? You know, it, it just doesn't add up. So I got in this Facebook fight, and this is, I'll tell you right now, this is towards the end of the podcast, so if that's all you want to listen for, that's fine, and there's a lot of other reasons to listen, but it's towards the end, and what I did was I told them in this thread, which has since been deleted a long time ago, I told them, I said, hey, by the way, you know, all this, this hate and vitriol, this hate speech that you're, that you're spitting towards my friends, um, who aren't just like me, and that's why you don't like them, um, all this hatred, I'm going to go ahead and share it with them because I think it would be important to hear what they have to say about it. And then it wasn't long after and that thread got deleted. But I did screenshot, as I also tend to do, and I shared these comments, very hateful, and so I was very appreciative of my good friend John Keister taking the time and, and not getting offended and actually allowing himself to set with these comments and kind of think about, ruminate on them and think about how they made him feel and then speak to it. So for a couple of reasons, I'm really excited about this episode, but that reason specifically, I'm very excited because John doesn't get enraged, John doesn't get all worked up. He just speaks from the heart. And honestly, he talks more about love uh, than I thought he would after hearing these vicious things that were said about him, really. So we talk about that uh, and we get into a lot of uh, 
get off in the weeds a lot, but it's so much fun. I always have a great time with John Keister. And we do start off in the beginning. If you're looking, if you're currently flipping houses um, or you're looking to do that in the near future, John's been doing that for a long time as well. So he's got some great advice for you on that. I kind of interviewed him a little bit, a little bit of a questionnaire on what he's doing in the, in the housing market, flipping houses, real estate. And he's very been very successful. So something that uh, if that's what you're looking to do or you're doing it currently, I feel like it could be a great help to you. Uh, I think that's about it. We Again, there's all, all kinds of stuff all in between there. We talk about things that we've talked about in the past on the podcast in regards to Christianity, Christianity, specifically the IFB and how they just can't handle uh, the gay community, um, if I'm saying that correctly, I hope I am. Um, we, we cover that. That kind of runs, that's the common thread through the whole podcast. So if that's something that intrigues you or you hate or you think it's the way things should be, then you'll enjoy this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. Thank you guys so much for sticking around. This is the longest intro ever, I think. I tried to not talk too fast, but I had a lot to say. So enjoy this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. My name's Stuart. This is my great friend, John. And this is the Not Your Mother's Podcast. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) He sipped so classily. Mm. John Keister, by the way. And John, you've been on... Two previous episodes of Not Your Mother's Podcast. Yes. And as we've discussed before, you don't exactly live in this area. No, I don't. Where I live, where we film the podcast. Yes. And so I wanted to say, of course, thank you for taking the time. And, uh, you know, you didn't have to come do this. So I'm really super grateful for you being here. Thank you once again. Really cool. Um, but I'd like to talk about, just because I think it's really exciting, yeah. <laughs> what brings you to California? What are you doing in Southern California? I came out here because the guy I'm dating, Jeremiah, uh, we've been seeing each other for about eight, nine months. Oh, congrats. Um, I didn't realize, we've talked about it, but I didn't realize you guys, honestly, this is not a fake surprise. Yeah. I didn't realize you guys have been seeing each other that long. Yeah. That's terrific. Hell yeah. Um, and then, um, anyways, he's a contestant on American Idol, and so we're out here in Los Angeles um, filming stuff this week, so. That's super exciting. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm so excited. Cool. I'm very excited for you and for him. Yeah. I uh, I was I haven't watched any of the more recent um, Idol seasons, but I used to watch it all the time. Yeah. If, I, uh, if anyone I don't know who watches this that knows would know me well enough, but maybe a couple of people. Ryan Seacrest will forever be the the man crush for me. I just yeah. think the guy. I think he hung the moon. I think he's terrific. Yeah. Um, someone that can not just do well with American Idol, but can is like um, I'm not a fan of the Kardashians, but the fact oh. that he uses them like it's Ryan Seacrest Productions. Right. He's making tons of money off of their ridiculous. Uh, uh, the foresight of seeing that that would yeah. be a, a television phenomenon, you know, it's crazy. I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, it's ludicrous. Yeah, and it's making him loads of cash. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him for that. So sad for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a bummer. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Sucks to be Ryan. Seacrest. And why did why did he pick up on the Kardashians over anyone else? How you know, how like, would you know? Why you not know? film Paul and Jan Crouch? There you go. TVN. Yeah. I mean, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone in the 700 Club realm, I right? Exactly. For me. exactly. You, I, I'm sure I've mentioned it before. They've blocked me. So I'm blocked from the 700 Club's uh, Facebook page. Oh, really? In regards to actually some of the stuff we're going to talk about today. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Good times. Who has me blocked? Uh, they have me blocked. North Valley Baptist Church or uh, Golden State Baptist yeah, College has blocked. me blocked. Yeah. yeah. What's funny with the North Valley or the, the Golden State Baptist College, I got blocked not because of anything I said or did, right. but when the whole camera juvenile thing was going on. Right. And Jack Trebert said something about it in church. Everyone was like tagging me in all their church's posts. Oh, right. And they're like, uh, this Stewart guy's got to go. <laughs> I didn't even say anything. I didn't even I like a single comment. Right, right, right. <laughs> Done. Blocked. They, them, 
And how's Anderson as we've locked on right. Facebook and Instagram? Right. It's so weird because like so, Anthony is still is like my friend or something like that. Is he really on, still um, on Instagram? And he posts all the stuff, but it's like it's That's so funny. weird that it, like does he, does the college have you blocked on Instagram as well or just I don't Facebook? Know. I think yeah. I know Facebook. Yeah, for sure. Facebook. Yeah, the, That's funny. It's, can't go after them on that accreditation shit. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> God forbid. But my Google tells me every five minutes that they appreciate my review of How's Anderson College and that Did thousands right? and thousands and thousands of people have seen it or something like that. It's ludicrous. I uh, want to read that review. What is it? Yeah. What's, is it? Are you talking about accreditation, basically? Yeah. Nice. Good for you. I should leave one, too. All right. Yeah, we're going to take... Like, we have other things to talk about, but I do... I want to hear this review if we can find it. Uh, quickly see. because this is uh, <laughs> and we have other sh other stuff today guys to talk about that's not uh, entirely cult related but we are going to get into that here's the um, stuff right here right so 4.1 how do they have a 4.1 wow they have a lot of students that are sitting there just like friendly here's mine yeah. mine's a 2 it says the college why'd you give them 2 stars it's cause um, the college <laughs> cause. is unaccredited so if at any point life happens and you don't find yourself solely employed by an I IFB church. I pro IBF church. Oops. <laughs> I think you can edit it. Can't <laughs> yeah, fix it that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by an the IBF, IBF church. church <laughs> when you're mostly, then you are mostly SOL for many master's programs as well as limited limitations on employment. The goal of accreditation is to ensure that education provided by institutions of higher education meets acceptable levels of quality. HAC, please, please allow for the oversight needed to move into the 21st century it accredited. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, yeah, I'm not guess, asking anything too crazy, just 21st century. Let's yeah, do that. Yeah. Well, they notify me every time it's been like over a thousand other people have viewed it and it's just like tells me all the time that it's been reviewed. So, anyway, so whatever. That's awesome. Good. Is. So I'm glad. I'm glad you said your piece in a way that they can't get rid of it. People have seen it, yeah. Lots of people. Right. So to take a break from that just for a moment. Yeah, totally. <laughs> since you since the last time that you were here, we've we've talked, you know, here and there off and on. But what um I know that you've done some work in real estate. Yeah. Uh so tell us a little bit about that, how it's going for you, what you're doing, um, how the business is going. Yeah, um things are going pretty well right now. Um been um managing a Century Twenty One office and then also been working with a lot of different clients and stuff like nice. that. Um Sold new homes, old homes, tore up homes. Yeah, I've seen your flipping. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot going on right now. It's really cool. It's very cool with all the, the amount of people I'm working with right now. It's really insane. But That's true. Awesome. Like, if you need help, I will help you. <laughs> John will. He's a good-hearted person. He loves to help. So, yep. um, if I don't know, maybe there's. I'm not trying I'm trying to think like a buzz buzzword or something, but. Um, flipping is really a, a popular thing. I think it's yeah. been popularized a lot by the TV shows that do yeah. it, where they have a ridiculous budget and uh, unlimited amounts of time and other right. crews besides the stars that go in and do the actual yeah, work. totally. Uh, <laughs> but what would you say to someone, uh, let's say there's someone that, that is looking into that, because I, I right. personally feel like it's a very entrepreneurial kind of thing, yeah. and it's something that, with the right amount of capital, in my opinion, you please correct me but uh, if I'm incorrect, but... With the right amount of capital, I feel like you know, capital and elbow grease. You can go in, and you can you can really make a living out of flipping homes. Yeah, you totally can. It's just a matter of taking the time of doing it with that. It also depends on the um, the amount of oversight that it might take for the government area that you okay. live in, um, because like, for instance, I did a home down in Baltimore, and I had to go through the historical association in order to be able to touch anything on the really? outside of the home. Um, so 
Yeah, so he gets proved for every single thing and what type of thing and what kind of siding was going on and what the bricks looked like in the front. Wow. Um, so every little windows thing you were did. on there. Yeah. Wow. I mean, what the door was like and everything like that. So I had to go through that. Um, so it just kind so of matters where a, you are and what it is and what's, what it's looking like. Um, there's ways to get money um, regardless of your credit score because most house flipping um, investors, as far as like money lending investors, are looking that you have a good deal. It's for X amount of dollars and then it can sell for X amount of dollars, right. if that makes any sense. Yeah, like I would... Sorry, go ahead. budget that can fit within that amount and also give you some room to uh, have a profit and stuff like that. So you can get money. I don't care if your, your credit score is, is a negative five. <laughs> like if you, you still find a done. good deal, you can get, you, most of the time you can get a loan on it if you ask enough um, hard money lending people. So Gotcha. I, I guess the difference in as far as like your profit margin is what I would call it. Yeah. Kind of like, I, I, the way I equate it is watching Shark Tank a little bit here and there. And they want to know, like, okay, you make this product for $40 and you sell it for 50 We're right. going to invest in you because there's no profit margin. Yeah, exactly. You make it for thing. 5 bucks and you sell it for 25 Right. Cool. We'll, we'll if you're deal. great at finding deals, then you can get investment all day long. People will invest in you. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, I found a $90,000 house and I'm going to spend $5,000 to fix it up. And then I'm gonna sell and then I'm gonna sell it for hundred grand. <laughs> you're off and you're a rocker because yeah. it's not gonna work. Because <coughs> just imagine the real estate fees of two and a half percent off of that, and on on both sides. Let's say you listed it. So what is that like five grand? Yeah, then you're um, already out. Already out, and then, and then plus the gas all the other fees. Around, you your overhead. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not, how? What would you say? I'm, 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 we can't break them all down right now, but like the fees associated with purchasing and selling. Were you really surprised by what you ran into there? Was there a whole lot more than you thought? Or? It always is more than you think really? it is. That's why you need to estimate almost $40,000 per deal of like possible potential profit. Really? If you have less than $40,000 of potential profit, you better be crossing your T's and dotting your I's and making sure everything's perfect wow. before you walk the door. Otherwise, you are going to get super screwed. That's um, a very specific, significant number. The 40000 I'm saying. I would say at least that. Okay. I mean, I... I would even aim for sixty, seventy, eighty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars gotcha. possible potential profit. That way, if you dump money into the place, that um, you'll be able to get it back. Also, you have to make sure that the area is selling for a certain amount of, of dollars. Like I, I did one. Um, so early. you need to do your market research on that that block. That, or that particular town. block, yeah. Like yeah. The one I did earlier this year. Um, um, actually, sold last month. Um, the, um, I knew that properties down the street were selling for $214,000. Okay. Um, before that, they weren't selling for that. But there was two mm. houses that sold down the street within the last three months that, um, that went for two fourteen. So I knew that if I put mine up for, like, I didn't hardly fix this place up at all, but like, right. it sold for like um, around one seventy nine. Nice. Um, but um, because I knew that the, the value was there in the area, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so it does. Knowing your area's values, which is a lot easier to research and find out nowadays, is really important. Also, having built in um, possible potential profit yeah. um, built into your deal matters, knowing that ahead of time. And then also knowing how much are you want to spend on this place. And then going in and saying, hey, this is, this is what needs to be fixed, and this are things that I. There's things that you can fix. You can fix everything. You can put gold plated <clears throat> toilet seats on everything. Right. 
But the thing is, what actually needs to be fixed that somebody will buy for, right? And that you and what are things that you don't need to fix? Like, kind of necessity and functional stuff, and then right. Oh, uh, no, not necessarily necessity or right. Like this place that the water's I had, running, right? The water's running <clears> and the <throat> water heater's working. You know, mm -hmm. the heat system's working. Um, like this place didn't have an HVAC system; it had a, a radiator system in it. So I didn't put an HVAC system in it because it would that cost me ten thousand dollars. Right. But somebody, somebody may just because the radiator heat's coming back is like a popular thing for certain people really? that are into it. Yeah. Is it like a rustic kind of thing? Is that what it's a rustic running? thing? Okay. But also, it's like it's not it's not drying your air out in your house hmm. because it just has, you know, water running through pipes and right. heating up metal stuff, and then it's warming your house up. Yeah. You know. Um, so it's just a different form, but you're not getting that blown air. Right, that right. I, so I kind of like that. That makes sense. Some people like it that way. Especially it's if you have like some sinus issues or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a different format, and some people like it, some people don't. Some people are like, ew, radiators. And other right. people are like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Bring it on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love the radiators. Yeah, so it's just a matter of like building up and knowing your numbers, really. I mean, that's what yeah. the biggest part of it is. and. And it's it's about finding deals and doing the research and, and going yeah. out there and finding where those deals are. And you've got to jump in to be able to do it at all. Just sitting on there and watching TV and HGTV is right. not going to get you involved. It's not, it's not just selling I mean? houses for us? No. Come on, John. <laughs> I mean, and it might be good for you to also, like, if you're thinking about doing this, to get your real estate license so you can mm. kind of experiment and see other people, sure. what they're doing and how they're doing it and kind of learn. Another, another great thing, really, is to just go to home inspections. If you know a realtor that can <coughs> get you in on going to, to, or call a home inspector and ask if you can be their assistant. That was going to be my days. question was, like, yeah, just go to the source itself. Go to a, a, a home inspector and, yeah. and watch them and see how they handle houses and what's going on and, and read inspection reports and see what's, what's getting what's screwed wrong? up and yeah. what needs to be fixed and how they're handling it and stuff like that. That's, that's such invaluable information. It'll help you learn a ton about houses just watching a home inspector, you know. So would you say that'd be a good place to start? Like if you're, if, if you're sitting there and you're thinking, and I know this is kind of off subject from what mm -hmm. I usually do, but if someone's sitting there and they're thinking, man, I, I really, or I've already been thinking I really want to do it, what's my first step? Would you say a good first step is trying to find a local home inspector, let, let them work with you, or if you know someone that's a home inspector, try, yeah, I would, would you try say that's not the best first step? I mean, the... The, the best first step is just to get is to like I would say a good step is to go and and get involved in the real estate business somehow whether that's okay. you go and follow an appraiser around you follow a home inspector around follow a realtor around with their permission don't just you know yeah I mean you don't want to stop somebody <laughs> but um, but going and just jumping into the business somehow and and kind of understanding the different idiosyncrasies of the business sure whether it's from title um, attorney work or uh, there's all kinds of different spaces lenders um, are able to get in the business and stuff too just getting yourself in the business and kind of acclimating yourself to it is really really gonna help get that foot in the door. right there's um, real estate investor meetups throughout the country and oh, stuff cool. like that those are really great to go to because they can teach you a bunch about it watch a bunch of YouTube videos I would not pay for a whole lot of schooling on this um, because just your realtor's license, basically. Your realtor, if you get your realtor's <coughs> license, that's great. You know, go become a realtor if you mm -hmm. can, because um, if you can make um, money off of, let's say you made, let's say you made two point five percent off of a four hundred thousand dollar house. Right. That's around ten thousand dollars of total commission. It's a couple months. Um, that may be what that uh, some flippers are making off of flipping a whole entire house. They worked for six months on a property. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, if they misjudge something. After or... everything, they may only make $10,000. And you can make that off of just helping somebody go buy a house. So right. why not do both? Do flipping stuff yeah. and also help people buy houses. I mean, that, yeah. that's why I diversify my income is because I'm, I'm managing a company. I'm managing an office. I'm also right. helping people buy and sell houses. And I'm also doing flipping, so I've got the cash flow coming in regardless yep. of whether or not my flip's sitting there for a month or a year right. or whatever. You right, know? you still have your income coming in. Exactly. One thing I want to say, and I, I've mentioned it before, but I don't, I will never pass up an opportunity to mention this, and mm -hmm. we both agree 100% on being screwed as far as an education is concerned, mm -hmm. um, especially as far as how Anderson College is concerned. Mm -hmm. But I do like to make the point, I've, I've had you on, uh, of course John Warden several times, Mike Sadlowski more recently, um, and uh, I'm trying to think John Bannister uh -huh. all of us and I'm not trying to say that I'm balling because I'm certainly not but we're doing okay yeah you know and I know that more recently things have been uh, you know taking off for you, especially the real estate market yeah. but I, I always like to point out when I have the opportunity not like oh well see it's okay that Howard Anderson didn't give us no 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 that's bullshit we right. should have gotten right. an accredited degree right will never change my mind on that yeah. but I like the idea or not the idea but the fact we found a, make, a way to make it work. Right. And I do feel, and I, this is, I, I wouldn't say I don't know why, I do know why, but I reiterate this often because I think it's important for those who are either in the transition of trying to escape from the IFB or have escaped and are like, oh shit, what do I do now? Like, right. it's all fucked. Like, it's not. Right. Because, because if you've been in the IFB long enough, and I don't like giving the IFB credit, and I don't think it's them, I think we're endowed with our own whatever oomph mm. we have from Your birth. inalienable rights. Word. What does something just fell? <laughs> in my uh, studio here. Mystery uh, studio. <laughs> but I I like bringing up the fact that we're work, we're working really hard. It's not like oh this success just fell into my lap. How crazy is that? Yeah. We're working our asses off, but we're finding success. Right. And so even though um, you know there's a lot of people that have cards that stacked against them a lot lot tougher than us, mm -hmm. but still we have a lot stacked against us coming into real life. Right. And coming into real life from that background very you know um, uh, what's the word very sheltered very backward very right. um, not not equipped to be in the real business world you mm -hmm. think about think about how ludicrous I'm gonna go on a tangent really quick go for it. how ludicrous it was during college for so many people to try to find a career mm -hmm. because between ministry work and school just school alone you, you listen to college students now talk about just going to a regular what we call secular college and working part or full-time right. that's plenty that's a lot that's yeah, enough right. but then you add into that the ministry stuff that we were involved mm -hmm. in which was night and day right. most especially during the weekend right. and somehow we managed to make it work mm -hmm. being that taxed and working that hard I think I really think plays into when it comes into coming into the real workforce and saying like look I, I've done this I've done that I can figure it out I can I can manage it I can I wasn't taught the skills because there right. wasn't much teaching going on, but I learned the skills, yeah. you know, during that time when I had to just uh, multitask everything, uh, try to, you know, on three hours of sleep. So right. I get eight hours a night, I can still be a success in the business world, no problem. Uh -huh. So I'm not saying me personally, although I, I, I feel like I've achieved a level of success, but, you know, it's just, um, it's just, it's great to see people like you and others that have, have a similar background finding a way, it may not be what we started out thinking it was gonna be, it may not, maybe a completely different vertical, but we still right. found a way to succeed. And mm -hmm. uh, I applaud you for that. And I applaud all of us for that, that found a way. And I just, I like to bring that up to encourage those that are trying to get out or halfway out or 
maybe thinking about it that right. it is big and scary out there. That's the truth. I won't ever say it's not, but you can make it. You can do this. Yeah, of course. Um, I, I believe 100%. It's just a matter of finding the um, industries that are not necessarily going to like throw you under the bus because yes. you um, because you act, live, or look, or do something a certain way. You know, like right. um, like I'm totally out of work. Like people know it's not like there's some sort of like giant mystery. And also that with the people that I'm helping, like nobody's asking me what the H I'm doing at night or right, they're right. they're busy they're busy wanting their house done and sold or yeah. helping them get purchased or negotiating contracts and stuff like this. Like it's it's never about like this is it doesn't even come up, you know no, what I mean? No. So that's, that's not what's, how the real that's world what's great works. about it, you know. Yeah. And it's great because I work with some like amazing like former military um guys and stuff like oh, that that's awesome and we can joke around that like i'm gay and stuff like that and different stuff that um you know that, that they totally know like it's it's really cool you know it's, like, and it's not a problem for them it's not a problem for them yeah and they're like one of my friends at work is like he's like why do people get upset about this you know what i mean like if it's it's just it boggles it boggles their minds you know what well I mean? so. speaking to that we'll transition there was one little thing i was trying to get on and i completely lost my train of thought it's whatever it'll come back up i'm sure but in speaking to that i think i want to transition to our next subject which is and i've run into some stuff for forever ever mm -hmm. since i've started this podcast and been open about the fact that i don't condemn someone for their sexuality mm -hmm. that's a huge thing for the ifb by the way if you're just coming into this um pod, this is the first time you've seen on your mother's podcast mm -hmm. uh the ifb is the independent fundamental baptist movement and it is a sect of christianity albeit uh, more on aligned with just purely baptist not so much christianity because i, I think a funny thing <clears throat> is <clears throat> a lot of baptists like call themselves christians but that's such a wide swath Right. You've got Catholics in there, you've got Methodists and Lutherans and mm -hmm. all of this jazz. Oh, we're Christians. Eh, maybe just say Baptist because right. Christians, a lot of them won't associate with you because you're crazy. Yeah, right. Not you, them. So IFB, they can't deal. They, they cannot, there's a lot of things they can't handle. Like they can't handle a woman wearing pants, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's a huge problem. They can't handle rock and roll music. That's a huge problem. You can't handle, so a lot of them can't handle, excuse me, Southern, Southern gospel music. Even that's too much for them. Right. So, uh, but being gay, being, you know, having a, an alternative sexual lifestyle, as, as it's been called, like, that is something that they just cannot deal with. They can't get past it. Um, and it's funny because I remember having that mindset a long time ago. And I remember um, <clears throat> a friend of mine, <clears throat> wasn't he, it was someone else I went to college with, mm -hmm. um, Adam Billingsley. Yeah. I don't know if I've mentioned him by name on the podcast before, but I think I mentioned this story. I remember, so I knew Adam in college, and we were friends. We were close. Good friends with Adam. Yeah, too. Adam's great. I love Adam. Yeah, it's great spirit. We were really good friends. Sweet, sweet guy. Mm -hmm. Really good friends. And then sometime after college and after I had left um, the work I was doing in the ministry in Michigan, uh, I found out that he was gay. Oh. And we we did some, some we had some phone calls and did some business talks and things like that. I was uh, trying to assistant with social media for his business mm -hmm. and I remember getting off the phone with Adam and thinking about um, the fact that oh he's gay right and then I thought again about it and I was like yeah so right. this is the same guy that you know I I went to his house which was against the rules uh -huh. not because he was gay but because he was an off-campus student yeah, yeah. went to his house and sat in his basement and watched 
me and Gavin, I think, or maybe Todd, watched one of the Bourne movies in his basement. Right. Um, I remember that very well. Yeah. And, and, and other memories as well. Like, we were close. We were good friends. I'd like to think we were close. And that's the same person. That's what bugged me when I got off the phone was, like, something in my mind started me rethinking things. Like, mm -hmm. just because he's gay doesn't mean he's not the same person that I was friends with years ago, and right. I sat in his basement and watched that movie, and we had some good times. Right. He's still the same person. Right. So just because I find out that he likes men, and I don't like men mm -hmm. in a sexual way, right. or in a romantic way, I should say, that was mm -hmm. crude, I, that doesn't make him a different person or a bad right. person at all. Right. It makes him different than me, but he was already different than me. He right. was born different than me, right. and that's okay. Yeah, I was even listening to like a video this week of like a family that was kicking their kid out of the house mm. because they said that the kid was gay, um, and they're kicking him out as a like a te like an older teenager. Basically. Seriously, like, seriously, um, and um, okay. and the thing is, is that like the mom said that he knew that this kid was gay since she was like five or something like this. And it's like... But now it's a problem. But now it's a problem or something like that. It was like, lady, like, what planet are you on? Yeah, like, and that's just, your own son. Yeah, and, and you were like, you've known this kid is gay since he was five, and now you're kicking him out because he is gay, and you're like, that's some sort of, like, newsflash for you or something <laughs> like this, you know what I mean? That's ridiculous. It's so weird. It's, and it's sad. Like, to me, it's, right. it's, it's ridiculous, and I'll, I'll get outraged about it very easily, especially in... in <laughs> on right. social media but like I it's sad right. that people will do this to their own family members they're not just right. and that, and I don't make allowance for you know you're not my family member so it's okay if I'm mean to you because you're gay well that's not okay either yeah. but it's especially ridiculous if it's a sibling a, a relative of some sort right. I just find that beyond uh, ludicrous that you would decide that well this is right. this is the breaking point I can't right. be your friend anymore because, you know, this religion that I ascribe to and a couple verses that I can pull out of context, because of that, I can't be your friend and I can hate you. So that, that's the more extreme version of it. Right. And it's, it's the, I think what the, matter, the thing is is that, like, so many people just know, like, they, like so many people that I grew up with in, or in, and in the IFB or IBF. IBF. Checking, <laughs> I was about to say that. Check my review. <laughs> Um, we'll have to edit that after yeah, this. <laughs> okay. um, so many people don't like don't acknowledge what the reality is because, like the song says, that someday we're gonna have real life or something like this. Oh uh, yes, yeah, yeah. We'll have real life someday. Yes, because this is a fake life. We're not living this in reality. Is real. This is Yo, all it's, fake. We gotta go. store. Up, what is it? Store up treasures in heaven or something? Yeah, I wish I remember verses better. Which is totally cool. Time. Store those. That's fine. Store that money. shit. But the thing is, like, this is real life, too, though. Yes, yes, point. yes. And so many people are, like, they keep shoving the fact that somebody is gay or they're having this problem or this issue. They keep shoving under the rug, under the rug, under the rug, under the rug. And then all of a sudden, like, it doesn't actually become reality until they swept under the rug so many times that all of a sudden there's a, literally a whole human body under the rug. And then they finally figure out analogy. that, um, oh, my God. There's another person in your life. I can't believe that would possibly happen. I've known you. You've been gay since you were five. But now, but now we don't want to ever meet this other person because you're gay and they're gay, and we don't we don't know how to possibly handle or deal with, you know, 
being nice to another normal person, like you're nice to your daughter-in-law or your son-in-law, but now if you have another person in your in your kid's world that's gay, then you can't possibly meet them or be around them because that would be you somehow um, condoning their relationship as though you like being around your son-in-law or daughter-in-law or your kid's boyfriend or girlfriend is somehow condoning all their relationships. How many parents don't necessarily like the fact that their kids are dating whoever it is, but you don't, you don't necessarily... Not just gay, it, all straight, kinds, yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that comes in all that forms. That comes in all forms, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I can't, I'm me somehow allowing you into my house or talking to you and getting you to know who my kid's dating right. is somehow condoning your dating situation. So, this is just absolutely bonkers to me. Would you say that's kind of a tipping point then? Like, not... Um, you know, not the five-year-old or not some tendencies or not some counseling or therapy, but yeah. when you bring home or attempt to bring home. And I've attempt seen, to bring home some, yeah. I've seen on, just on Facebook in different places yeah. where that has been, and not my personal observation, but like just here and there, I saw a friend of mine, uh, Evan posted something about it the right. other day, like bringing that person home is a huge tipping point. Yeah, for a lot of people because the parents can't handle that because it's actually mm. when reality is hitting the fan and here's your kid that like, oh, they... It's not just a phase. They actually are dating yeah. somebody yeah. else. That's and the they're same seeing gender. somebody else the yeah. same gender or whatever, you know, transgender or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. you are. Like, um, it's, it's, it really hits the fan at that point. Yeah. And so, um, why, I mean, I know it's, it's, I'm sure it's somewhat impossible to quantify, but why do you think that is? Maybe because it's finally something from the outside and they've just known you, even though they knew you were gay or different, however they want to describe it. Right. The bringing someone from the outside that wasn't inclusive this entire time, that's kind of the shock for them. Right. That's why, you think? I think the shock, I think it's just like the... Um, or the, the denial. The denial, they can't deny it anymore. There's, It's impossible now. Right. Like the physical reality of your fake story has now become completely opposite to what yeah. you wanted. Yeah. And so you made up that your kid's going to, this, this is just a phase and they're just talking about this stuff. And then finally, like, Bob shows up with Billy and you're like, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on, Bob? You know, Billy? Bob yeah. and Billy and like, oh, you're gay now and we don't want to, we don't want to, um, we don't want to acknowledge the fact that you guys are sleeping together and you're being sexual with each other. And even if they were like the waiting until marriage type of gays, you know, which okay. they're out there, okay. um, you know, once you meet this other person, it totally blows your story out of the yeah. water. And so your fake film that you have in your head is totally gone. And so, so many people freak the fuck out when that happens. Yeah. Well, I don't want to waste time, but I also want to reiterate just a little bit because you had, last time we had you on, you had talked about that fake story, and I don't mm-hmm. want to take as much time as you did last time, but just a little bit of time and just right. say, maybe speak to that a little bit because I, if I remember right, what you're talking about is parents, relatives, people that are in the IFB or for whatever religion or for whatever weird old American traditions they have, mm-hmm. they cannot handle the fact that you are, that, that you're gay, that you have an alternative lifestyle. And so they've created this false narrative around who you really are and what you're really about. And it serves them in their mind, not in reality, in their mind, to right. say like, okay, everything's okay, and I have the picture-perfect white fence because I decided that John was just going through a phase. Or I decided that, you know, we sent John away to this home and now he's all better kind of thing. Right. Is that, does that kind of sum that up, or was there more to add to that? 
I mean, that's kind of what it is, is that, okay. that people are making and creating stories. Everyone's got a dream and a hope for their kid. It sure. doesn't matter. I mean, people have dream and hopes for their dogs and cats. I mean, they yeah, hope that their dog and cat's not going to fucking pee on the floor. <laughs> and it does. It's it a great dream. In, it comes in like throws up in your lap mm. after it ate too much food and you're like oh god i wish that you know sandy the cat would not puke <laughs> on the carpet every five minutes but sandy does you know and, and, and you're just like totally blown away that it happened you know and you're like oh god like it's a freaking animal in your house like it's going to puke and yeah it's going to poop it's gonna happen and when you have a gay kid guess what they're gonna bring another dude home if they're a dude and they're gonna bring another female home if they're a female yeah and you could like sit there and like hope and pray and wish all day and you know what this is the whole thing that comes down to is that in your story creation that if god is going to fix these people that he will do it in his time and not on your time and also for a gay person i can't control the fact that god has is in control of me yeah and that if he's going to fix me he's going to fix me when he's ready not because i decided that I oh, I'm fixable fixed. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I went and got braces to fix my teeth because <laughs> that's what I wanted because right. this one over here was going away. over this way. But the thing is, is like, in your insides, I can't, I can't, con I don't get to, God doesn't give us the opportunities to, um, to just like change our desire sets in our bodies just because we decided Thank to. You. Thank you. So everyone out there that likes strawberry jelly right now, I'd like you for today to please stop liking strawberry jelly. <laughs> We're going to make a law that you're not allowed to like strawberry jelly. What can we like, John? You can't like strawberry jelly, okay? Okay. Um, and so I don't care what you like. You can't. You just, just not can't like. You cannot like strawberry jelly. You're not allowed to eat it. We're going to make a law now that you're not allowed to eat strawberry jelly. So you've not eaten strawberry jelly. You had it when you were four, five, and six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then all of a sudden you're not allowed to have it now because we wrote in a, we wrote an entire book about how you're not supposed to have it. Yes. And we also made laws that you're not supposed to have it. And so then all of a sudden, your like for strawberry jelly is going to magically go away because we told you not to, and it's just going to not happen. <laughs> it's going to disappear. It's going to disappear. Perfect we wrote world. a book. Yeah. We wrote a book, and we made a law, and we told you not to. And now we're and all, all good. And all of a sudden, and then you're all good. Everything's and all of a sudden, fine. your like for strawberry jelly is just magically disappears. Not, as Not. Brad would say. And so, like, yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're still 85. And they're like, oh, yeah, I remember yeah, when I had strawberry like jelly. I still strawberry like jelly. that stuff. <laughs> but you shouldn't like it. And so, yes, yeah, you can control your behavior. And you don't have to partake. I totally understand that. Yes. But the desire but sets why be that miserable? Come, But the desire sets that are in your world. And also, it's, it's, it's also about being honest with other people. Like, yeah. it's my parents are like, go, go marry this girl and, like, or go, go back and get with your wife and stuff like that. Yeah, that's great. That's really nice for you to have your picture perfect yeah. thing, your story going mm -hmm. on. But it's not it's not me. me yeah. And also, what about her, too? Like, yeah. is she allowed to be with somebody that actually is into her, that wants to throw her on the bed and fuck right. her? Um, yeah, she's allowed to have that. And that's yeah. what she wants. And then when you're with a gay dude that doesn't necessarily want to do that, but... That sucks he to wants, be her. Right, exactly. Yeah. So she doesn't like feeling that, and that's unfair to her. And then meanwhile, you've got Christian parents that are like, oh, you should totally do that. And then you've got gay Christian guys that are marrying girls that are... They're going out and sleeping with dudes on the weekends, yeah. And but they're supposed to be at home Monday through Friday taking care of their wife and taking care of their kids, and it happens all the time. 
And really? it's not fair to women that are married to gay guys, and it's not fair to lesbian women who are married to straight guys and that yeah. aren't into it at all. You know what I mean? I can't like, imagine. It happens all the time. I've seen it happen this year with somebody. Like, wow, it's, it's, that's and sad. It's, it is what it is. You just have to let it be. Yeah. You know yeah, I, mean? I agree. I agree. That would make sense. I just... It's just, I, I like that you're coming at it, and I like that you're coming at it from both sides instead of like, well, it's, uh, marriage sucks. Uh, if you're married to a woman and you're a gay dude, like, no, it, it sucks for every. In that situation, it sucks for both parties, or if you have kids, the children as well. Like, it right. sucks for everyone except for your your parents or your relatives that have. Oh, now we have this picture perfect family that works at the church or attends the church or whatever, right. and they're both miserable as fuck, and they're right. possibly fucking other people. Right. But on the outside, the image. Yeah. Looks great, and it I looks great. I could I don't preach anymore, but I could one hundred percent preach a whole fucking series right. on how your image, while I understand its importance, is right. not that fucking important. Exactly, exactly it's just right. not right. your image. Oh, this is it right here. Your image is never more important than your happiness. Yeah, never, never more important than your happiness. I hear you on that. I I don't think. I think I've said some things here and there on the podcast that I really liked, but I don't think I've said anything that I liked that much. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't see, and, and, and it takes, I think it takes a long time, especially if you're coming from a religious or an IFP background, right. to get to that mindset, right. but to come to the place where you understand that, look, what's what's more important to me, what everyone at that church thinks of me, or what everyone right. in my family thinks of me, or what everyone at my job site thinks of me, or right. how do I feel about me? Exactly. And it's a cliche thing, looking at yourself in the, at the mirror in the end of the day, but that's the truth. Right. At the end of the day, and, and, and if, if a belief in God exists, that's all good and fine. As long as your God isn't angry and trying to fuck other people up or right. fuck you up, great, do it. But at the end of the day, you can believe in a God and a spirit world and all that, and I'm not sure where I land on that. But at the end of the day, I don't see anyone else in that bathroom when I in my studio here. In your studio, yeah. <laughs> but I don't see anyone uh -oh. else. <laughs> I don't see anyone else there. Yeah. I mean, unless I'm really tripping. But, like, I don't see anyone else but me in that mirror. And I got to look at me and say, am I happy with today? Am I right. happy with me? Yes or no? Right. And IFB is super duper, like, megaton on <laughs> looking the right way and having yes. the right image. Yes. Like, I think I told you about before that I got, I got fired from UPS. And I, was, and I sat there through the whole entire thing um, because I was so afraid of making Hiles Anderson the College, college look bad. bad and I was afraid that they were gonna die people were gonna die and go to hell because I was gonna people were mm -hmm. gonna look bad. Mm -hmm. So I'm willing to like totally get thrown under the bus about the cir circumstance. But right. like it's there's so much crazy stuff that happens. There's so many like sexual things that don't get brought up because what about the ministry? And we can't possibly let can't sacrifice brother blank 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 um Get in trouble for touching the girls or the boys, yeah. Because because it's gonna hurt our inner city ministry. Hurt the, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna the hurt the bus kid ministry. Exactly. Yeah, whatever. Or it something's is. not gonna go the right way without yeah. this person in Fall there. Fall program's gonna get thrown off because brother so and so can't run his bus route. No, right. fuck that. Like right. he goes to prison. That's it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's there's so much that's based off of, and it and it rolls back into the right into the Leah Remini thing with the whole yeah. uh, Scientology about how they weren't they're supposed to guard all the looks of everything. If you said anything sure. bad about anybody, they would bring it back up to you and 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 also have this this um what is it the disconnection kind of thing or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, which happens in IFB circles. Oh, my literally literally my sister will not talk to me right now. That's so and sad because. Um, 
I, I can't tell. She's one sister's told me that she thinks that it's because I was mean or something like this. No, but it's because I'm. It's because I'm gay. Like yeah, like there's no there's no like, two ways about there's no that. No two ways about it. And like I still love her, and I'm and I will like op like open arms here. Like love is coming at you from my angle. Love is not coming from her angle. Like yeah. I'm telling you right now, yeah. this connection is not the answer, and it happens so many times. And there's so many people that are disconnected from both sides. There's gay people that disconnect from their families because they feel like their families are just totally shut them off and treat them yeah. like shit, okay? So I totally understand where you're coming from, but at the same point, like, you cannot think that solve, that you're going to um, be able to... The disconnection isn't going to solve the problem. The disconnection is not going to fix your issues. And I wouldn't say problem or maybe even issues because it's not so much... I, I, from the from the perspective of the person who's being disconnected, I wouldn't say that's right. a problem or your problem. It's more your family's problem. They have to come to grips with it. Right. But like, if you're causing the disconnection as the person who feels ousted or ostracized, I don't. I can't say that I would entirely blame you, but right. it's there's no way it's the answer. Right. It's and, a lot better to choose love. Let me tell you yeah. right now, it is a yeah. way better to choose love and come at it from a. a, a place of abundance if you're not yeah. if, if we're not coming from the place of abundance we are super fucking and super screwing all of our relationships absolutely and so if we don't come from that place it's, it's open your arms it's going to be messed yeah. it's going to be really messed up and that's the same thing that, like i've heard about a pastor this this last week that was like oh I'm, i need to quit the ministry or something like that um because of things that look bad because this kid's gay um you know like we're, if you are if you're in the IFB and you think that people are dying and going to hell and they need to be saved and you think that because your kid's gay that you have to quit the ministry you absolutely you're telling me right there that you don't actually care about well, people dying and going to hell and the, the world needs the to get boat. saved and all that here's you know, the boat and you missed it right like really like again I don't know again where I land on God and salvation and heaven and hell and eternity but yeah, like you said, if you're married to that, if that's your belief system and someone's sexual orientation just throws it off entirely, even if that's your child, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any it sense. Means, at all. Oh, so that means that people aren't dying and going to hell anymore. What's more important is that my child, my offspring has, has come out of the closet, so to speak, in a crude, right. rudimentary fashion. Like that's what's more important than all these people that are dying and going to hell. Yeah. Really? Yes, no. exactly. No. Dicks and butts are <laughs> way more important. Than, Way more important than people who are dying of the blood of your baptism and need the homeless ministry yeah. and and need the uh, ladies' Bible study and the men's Bible study yeah. and the family, um, all that stuff goes out the window yeah. when D's and B's and B's and B's are mixing hit, it up. Are, hit, are mixing it up. Gotta just cancel. Throw it all to the Cancel it all today. Yeah. Cancel yeah. Jesus. Cancel Jesus because we've got family that's we've got the end of the world somehow, yeah. somehow now. Because if a V if a V and a V hit each other <laughs> then the world is going to explode. Exactly. <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah. You saw it happen. <laughs> oh my god. Don't get you started. And the thing is like the, the Bible even says that Sodom and Gomorrah was the, was was run for its pride. There you and, go. Because uh, they wouldn't help the poor and the needy because they were too busy trying to um, make sure the bees weren't touching. Right. Bam. I want to say something. On Sorry. <laughs> That's good. The very, this very accurate visual illustration yes. there, people. Just so you know, rewind it and watch it. Again rewind it again. If you want to know, Bam. Um, <laughs> you know where the big bang came from. Right there. Now you know. <laughs> so. 
I want to say something that we're joking around, but on a more serious note. What? I'm not... I don't think I'm that old. I'm 33 as of this recording of the podcast. And it'll definitely be here <laughs> before I'm 34. But, the and again, it probably sounds cliche to anyone that's 34 or older. Okay, I get it. But the older yeah. I get, the longer I'm around, the more I feel like... Look, we, and I, 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 I totally understand where you're coming from. Like, you know, there quite possibly is an afterlife and a God and there's other stuff going on, you know, after this life. But this life is going on right now. Right. This is happening right now. And cutting off your friends or your family or allowing yourself to be the one that won't open that door or say that kind word or send that card or right. shoot that text or show up on that doorstep if you're wanted, of course. Um, I should open it. <laughs> just do it. Fuck it. I do. But <laughs> I believe you. But just like you said, show love and open your arms. But, man, we don't have that long. We really don't have that long. Right. And every time, and it happens, it doesn't happen daily, not even monthly, but at least annually, Someone in our circle or in our lives or in a circle that's close to ours or intersected with ours or in our family, we lose someone and we think, man, like we thought they were going to, or a celebrity or someone, we thought, man, they were going to live, we thought they were going to live a lot longer. Even people that die that have lived a great, healthy life. Who just died at 94? No, I can't think of who it is. George H.W. Bush. I'm not saying fan or not fan, but like when he passed, I thought, man, like I knew he was old, but and in a wheelchair, but I didn't think he's gonna die already. Like right. you really, we don't think about the fact that, yes, again, I understand the afterlife, I understand that to an extent, but you have right now, like, the fact that you'd be willing to cut off a relationship or lose a family member, and I'm not talking to you know someone that's that that is coming out as gay. I'm more talking to the families that are cutting these people off. Like man, you don't have that long, especially moms and dads. Right, like, you don't have that long. With your offspring, why are you going to cut them off for something that, it's not silly, your sexual orientation isn't silly, but a reason for cutting someone off, it's very silly. Right. Why Why would you let that be the thing? That Look, I, I promise you, I, pro, I fucking promise you right now, because I've seen them do it. Mm-hmm. I'll use an example. Jack Hiles and Dave Hiles. Mm-hmm. Jack stuck with Dave through... I won't get into it because I don't know who would come after me, but some crazy stuff. Right. Crazy. Right. Criminal, criminal sexual, all kinds of stuff. I promise you. If Dave had, and it wouldn't surprise me if he, had, he ever did, if Dave had come out as gay, Jack would have been done with him. Cut him off right there. Yeah. All this criminal and other activity, Jack stuck with him. Jack covered up for him. Jack moved him to a different state. Right. Why? Because that's not nearly as bad as being gay. Right. You could literally commit a crime and be locked away for the rest of your life, and some parents would say, that's okay, I'm going to come visit you and send you cards and blah, 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 but you come out as gay and they will not talk to you. Yeah, and that's so and I'm, weird. And, I'm, and that's probably insensitive to say with you sitting here, but I just don't understand that. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. And I don't know. I, I want to say, and it's true, it breaks my heart that families will be torn apart for something that simplistic and something that's this, this not even necessary. Like, I don't know, I'm ranting now, and I'm probably not making much sense, but we don't have that long here. Just love each other while you're here, especially if you're related. Right. So, on that note, I won't take a lot of your time, but I recently had a discussion, shall we call it, on the Facebook yeah. with some people that are very much pro-IFB, uh-huh. and I'm not going to name off any names, I'm not going to do that because I want this podcast to be around a long time, I don't want to jeopardize that. Right. But, I do want to read you some of the con comments that that were um, thrown at 
uh, gay people because I, I, I want your I, honestly, I want your, the Lauren Dale thing. Yes, yes. Well, I want your perspective, and the reason I want your perspective. One reason is in that thread, or maybe in another on my own page, I said that I'm gonna I'm gonna relay your message to my friends who are gay, and we'll see what they think because they were very hateful messages. So, uh, with your permission, of course, I'd like to read you. They're pretty caustic. But I'd like to read you a few of these. Whoa, <laughs> caustic. Oh no, big words. Yes. So I'd like to read you a couple of these, see what you think. Good. But let me let me talk about the story really quick first mm -hmm. as far as what's going on. So Lauren Daigle, if you watch this podcast, I feel like you're going to know who Lauren is. But Lauren Daigle is a very, very popular Christian artist. And she's got an incredible voice. The girl's got pipes yeah. for days, I think. You actually know music, she's so maybe she's following. Yeah. But yeah, she has a huge following. She's got an amazing voice, and mm -hmm. she recently performed on The Ellen Show, Ellen DeGeneres' uh, TV show out here in L.A. And so when she performed on the show, there I don't know if there was necessarily backlash. I'm sure some churches there was, but um, there was an article that went out uh, from a Christian publisher, and they talked about, they just basically interviewed her, wanted to grill her about, like, well, you sing about Jesus, but then you sang on a gay person's show. What the mm -hmm. heck, you know? Right. And uh, it was very the article was very pointed as to calling her out and saying, like, you know, why won't you say something? And Lauren's statement basically back was, which my opinion is, if she would get with Joel Osteen on this, he would help her, you know, sidestep. He sidestepped the whole hurricane. So if you can right. do that, you can help some, you know, sidestep right. a, a solid question. Right. But um, her, her answer basically was when they said, well, you performed on the show. How do you feel about gay people? Mm -hmm. And basically they're fishing for, like, tell us in the Bible where it says that, you know, it's an abomination. And she said, look, I'm not God. I can't say one way or the other. Not a great answer, but not a terrible answer. Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot worse answers. Yeah. So the person that posts this, and I'll read the post. Um, I won't read the person's name. I think they have me blocked now. Uh, <laughs> and I don't, I, I don't blame them. But the person that posted this said, it's sad. If you listen to what a lot of contemporary Christian artists believe, they don't line up with the Bible. I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them. And the headline of the article is, Lauren Daigle shares her views on homosexuality, says, I can't say one way or the other, I'm not God. Honestly, nothing about that statement is untrue. She's not God, and she can say whatever she wants. Okay. So, yeah. so I get it. Uh, let's see at this comment. Um, so here's one comment. Uh, I think it's sad. Okay, so to, to just kind of set a little more background. So I posted this on my page, and um, then I went back and looked at the comments here, and I did jump in and say a few things. So some of what we're going to read is response to what I had to say. Clearly what I had to say did not align with what these people were talking about. A lot of hate speech over there. And a lot of people telling me um, after they finished their hate speech that I should be more um, loving and accepting after they finished hating on people who were of a different skin color than me mm -hmm. and who were of a different sexual orientation. Anyways, love the sinner, hate the sin. They want to say that all the time. And then they, instead of saying uh, love or whatever they say, accept. Like, I don't, I'm not okay with their sin, but I accept them. So let me just do this really quick. This is what blew my mind. Sorry, I had a hiccup there. I'm probably going to delete some of that last bit. Um, the thing that got me was, how do you play that out in real life? How do you say to someone, John, I really love you, right. but I don't accept you for who you are? Right. And I said that in that thread. Like, how do you, how do you in your mind, whether you say it or not, mm -hmm. you look at them and you think, man, I love this person, but I can't accept them for who they are. Right. That's just fucked up. Right. How can you as a normal human being person in your mind justify that I don't understand that right. I know I'm being very direct with this but it's just it's just, it's just mind-boggling to me right. and and to be fair I was that person for a long time but in reality I never did that mm -hmm. I never said uh, I never said in my mind like I love them and I accept I love them and I hate their sin 
I love them, but I don't accept their sin. Like, no, I didn't. I couldn't stand them because mm -hmm. they were wicked and they were an abomination. Mm -hmm. Do you think there are people? I'm getting really spirited here. I need to bring it down. Do you think there are people that can actually divorce the two and they can actually say, "No, I really do love that person, but I'm just I'm a, I I'm, I don't accept them for who they are." I feel like those are synonymous. I well, don't. Doesn't look at. I think you're really really digging really deep right Probably. now. But it's like, <laughs> um, like, if you're if you love somebody, you're not worried about whether they're sinning or not. That's very simple. Yes. And it's it's that's just the plain thing. So love the sinner, hate the sin. Um, God, we're, you aren't told to hate to God. You aren't told to hate the sin, were you? Where's there? Was there some right. place where we were told to that's hate good. sin? That's good. God, that's good. That's so good. Yes. We're really no, there's not. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to remember where we're yeah. like told to hate sin, but maybe it's in there somewhere and I'm missing it. But um, sure. like, if you're gonna actually love, because the like, the John says that Jesus came to love the world, that the world through him might be saved. It didn't say that you're supposed to come in here and and um, hate a certain amount of sinner uh, sins in order for um, it, in order for God to have love on people and like. Also, if, God, if Jesus is out hanging out with the, the sinners and publicans and, and you think he's fucking cool for doing that, um, and then you're too good to hang out with people that you think are sinners, that doesn't you, it doesn't really add up a whole lot. Yeah. Like, you're, like, Jesus is this really cool bro, and everyone's like, yeah, he's fucking <laughs> awesome. And then, but then they don't want to ever, like, don't ever do anything that he did. Like, because you can only possibly hang out with the nicest kids yeah. and the best outfits that all got an honor roll this week at church school. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, like, you're right. But then, like, the kids that are rowdy and crazy and and, and driving everybody nuts yep. and everything, that God loves those per those people just as well. And and uh, we all have those, like, that we all have problems. We all have the, um, we are all codependent a little bit. We're yes. all a little bit narcissistic. We've all got Dude, things that's, that, that, I, that, sorry, issues that's in our world. so good. We're all a little codependent. We're all a little narcissistic. Some right. of us more than others, some of us less than others. But we're humans. That's what we are. We're flawed. Right, exactly. So allow yourself to be human and allow other yeah. people to be human too. That's the thing. Is when we, that's again, like I said, when we come to the world with like no abundance and we only have a limited, if we have a limited supply of whatever it is, yeah. then we treat everybody like shit. And so... That's that's why we need to come to the world saying, you know what, God's given me all the amount of love, and God loves me no matter how much He's been hurt by me or he, how much God hates my sin. Um, which I we always say that like God loves you no matter what you've done, and we sing the song just as I am, yeah. but we don't really mean it because we can only love other people just as we want them to be, not just as they that's are. So good. No, that's that's. That is that is that is a beautiful quote. Uh, we can only love others as we want them to be, want them to be, not just as they are. Right. And like you said, if you're really embodying the scripture, the New Testament at least, and the teachings of Christ, then people get to come as they are. But right. I mean, I have to be church. You really don't. And it's, yeah, it's not even. It to, doesn't to be fair, there's you know bus ministry and all that jazz. Like yeah, you can wear whatever clothes you want, but at some point you you've got to change. You've right. got to see. That Jesus, if you're a girl, wants you right. to wear a dress that goes to a certain length, and that there shouldn't be a slit, right. or if it is, it should only be so long. And if you're a fellow, you better not wear shorts, or if you do wear shorts, it have to be a certain length. Right. Whatever it is, like, and the IFB turn, and the IFB is straight up pointed at blessings culture, which is the prosperity doctrine. 
and that's why you need to dress like us because God's not blessing you uh. and you're a poor state and that's why we go to the poor people is because that they can somehow get in this line of like the ladder the blessings. that's propped up so we can step up so you can get all these blessings so you can be like these people at the top that are running the church and the college yes. that are that are wealthy and they're doing all these things they've got a nice car and a nice house yep. and a nice wife uh, that looks like a dude and uh, <laughs> and Literally eight times out of ten. Literally, literally, yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm thinking, what's funny is I don't even said that. No, 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 no. I thought of three right off. The I know, top like of my head. just like ding, ding, ding. Hard. It's like it was a, not hard to do. Right. It's like you're at the casino right now. Like <laughs> no, name, no, 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 no. name three, uh, name three pastors' wives who looks like a dude. All right, boom, 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 boom. Like, all right, like, jackpot, jackpot, you won. <laughs> You know, uh, it's but it's true. all right. It's, it's okay if, you're, if you look good, dude. I'll, it's fine. I'll, I'll let it be. Will you allow, John? Um, we'll allow. I'll allow. <laughs> um, so Sorry, I got like, you off track. Uh, but it's it's an MLM via Jesus. It's what it is. an MLM via Jesus, and, yeah. and then we're going to talking to these people in these poor African nations yeah. because, or down in down in some like awful place in Mexico, you know, right. that's or just Michigan, like, same thing. or Michigan, Detroit, <laughs> Detroit. Yeah. If you, if you come to Jesus and you dress this way and you get in line with everybody else and somehow you're going to magically get to this wonderful spot where you're going to have live in the mansion that Jesus prepared for you here on earth. Yeah. And then you're yeah. going to have millions of dollars in the bank mm-hmm. and then all this stuff's going to come true. All your wildest dreams come true. It's basically Disney on steroids, but Damn. you put the word Jesus in front of it. Yeah. Jesus you know? Disney on steroids. It is, it is exactly. Do you mind? I know read it's getting more. John, I want to. I want to take a pause for a second yeah. just to say thank you yeah. because John's time zone. It's past midnight right now, and he's just powering through this shit. Yes. So thank you. <laughs> no, don't look at it. <laughs> oh yeah, nine twelve. It's twelve, twelve. Yeah, twelve, twelve. But I want to say I'm grateful. Thank you for for doing. He's had a yeah. long day. The dude fucking traveled all day, and he was mm-hmm. gracious enough to still be here and still be doing this. So. A few. And so now let me read you some more hate speech. Give me some more. So uh, this person said, "My art, Stuart, your arguments are ludicrous. The list of things that what God, okay, that what God thinks homosexuals is as long as your arm, which that's not a long list, and I'm short. None are PC and are very clear that it is a sin and against nature. I'm sorry, the grammar's really rough, it, which is par for the course." It looks to me, this is my honest opinion, that just like it says in the Bible, God's word, that God has given you over to a reprobate mind. I think that's me. Yeah. Um, I in no way hate you, but uh, pray for, uh, you are destroying yourself. Please read your Bible. Pray for forgiveness and wisdom. God will your prayers and forgive you and restore. Oh, my God. Anyways, the list of things that God thinks homosexuals is is as long as your arm, not our PC, and are very clear that it is a sin and against nature. Again, it was difficult to read this because of the grammar, but I just, I guess my question would be, there's a lot of things in the Bible, and there's a lot of weird things in the Bible, and there's a lot of abstract things in the Bible, Mm -hmm. but as far as bringing up uh, homosexuality, I feel like, and I, I don't even like to call it that, being gay, I feel like Acts is about it for the New Testament. I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head, but... Uh, Romans one is really the biggest clobber. Oh, that's what that's clobber what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clobber yes, yes. clashes, but then yeah. also like Wait, what did you call it? Clobber, <laughs> clobber, like you clobber somebody Just with a wham, like a, like a wham bam, thing, right? You know, what I mean? <laughs> thank you, man. Um, but then, uh, but then Romans one is all about idol worship. Like if you're yeah. if you're seeing that and like I don't know how many like 
seven-year-old gay kids are out worshiping idols this week. <laughs> they don't even know what it is. Yeah. Um, and and also to hear parents tell my my mom told me that she knew I was going to have a problem with being gay since I was five or six or something like this. Wow. Like, yeah. Because I was running around at five or six when I was trying to find orange candy pumpkins from my teacher in kindergarten, trying to figure That's out what dicks I were. Yeah. I didn't even know what the hell it was, so no. I don't even know what that no. is. Like, I'm, and, but you knew about it, though. Somehow and somehow, somehow I was choosing this, you know what I mean? Ugh. I mean, it's it's just insane. Um, the, we, like, we were talking yeah. about, the, um, about the verses... Oh, the whole point of this is is the only reason people, in my opinion, the only people, yeah. the reason people bring up the fact that they, like the gays and all this is so bad is because it's just a deflection. It's a us versus them mentality. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. That's good. It's, that's the whole point of it. It has nothing to do with it actually. Like because otherwise you would start segregating the fact that you have fat people in your in your congregation. Yeah, is a sin. That um that you look at the pastors have, behind the pulpits. I know. Come on, man. Sorry. Come on. I mean. Um, if you actually, if you're actually gonna start segregating people for their for their, their sins or their, their sins degrees or their, of sin, their, yeah, degrees of sin. I mean, uh, well, let's go to this. Bible one. talks about mixed clothing and whether or yeah. not you have two forms of. Also, talks about planting crops in two kinds in one field uh, that have both on. Uh, <laughs> Pretty like, common. Yeah, <laughs> if you've been to Especially the Midwest, if you, you know, go to the organic vegetable place, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna get like two crops in one. Field All kinds one. of crop dusting going on. Right. Um, well, let's look at this one. Then there, there's. There is, what's the one, uh, so someone in this thread was talking to me about, you know, sins don't have classifications, just homosexuality. I'm like, no, there's a sin unto death, that's a big mm-hmm. one, and there's grieving the Holy Spirit, which I think might be one and the same. But here's the thing, Let, but, but in the Bible, in the New Testament, mm-hmm. I believe, grieving the Holy Spirit is a big sin, like that's a high ticket item. Mm-hmm. How do I know, so I know if you're gay, because I can look at your Facebook, or I can see who you hang out with, and, and not in a derogatory way, it's just... I know. You know if I'm straight because you see me with a girl. Because mm-hmm. I'm with a girl today. I'm straight. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, that's very evident. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you know if someone grieved the Holy Spirit. No, and we and neither of us are going to get all pastor. Like, well, yeah. the Lord showed me. No, fuck that. Like, really, how can you tell if someone grieved the Holy Spirit? You can't. I right? think that I... Okay. Oh, no. I, that, you gave me the wrong answer, John. <laughs> I think that... I think that... Um, I know you can't tell if somebody's grieved the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, all right? And maybe... Maybe Jesus actually did what he said that he's... Maybe Jesus actually... So if you believe the Bible and believe God's all-powerful and everything... Yeah. Like, we'll follow you down the vein. All right? Yeah, let's go. If, if that is the case, then... Did Jesus save the whole world when he came to save the world? Or was that just a little piece of the world? The piece that you like? The piece that only goes to your church? The piece that said yeah. the prayer that you said? Or yeah. did Jesus actually save the whole yeah, world? Everyone. Or maybe they used the wrong language there. And we need to go back and figure it out. Yeah. Maybe you know, we misinterpreted interpreted what the world meant. <clears throat> maybe it was for only the swim club. Um, maybe <laughs> it was just the 44,000. Yeah. Or, or 144,000. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Big <laughs> loves to read my Bible. Yeah. Um, let me read you a couple more. And we'll see. We'll see what we get. While we are, while we can choose to love the people we don't agree with, we don't have to tolerate sin. We should not want to have anything to do with it. We are called to live a life separated. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't love them, treat them with respect. I'm not speaking in shunning or ignoring or insulting anyone who doesn't love, live the same lifestyle. That is definitely how we should live as Christians, but we also should not have to accept or tolerate it. 
Everyone has free will to live how they want, but I know that my desire is to honor the Lord and stand for Him on His word and His truths, not my own. Every, I'm sorry, even when it goes against the grain. Number one, it should never go against the grain. And number two, don't talk to me about accepting and talk. Have you ever, has anyone ever said, come up to you and said, hey, you know what, John? Mm -hmm. I tolerate you. And you were like, man, thank you so much for tolerating me. Yeah, you're That's doing terrific. Good. Or me either. Like, anyone ever. Mm -hmm. Has anyone ever had someone come up to them? You out there, comment, weigh in. Have you ever had anyone come up to you and say, man, you know what? I tolerate the shit out of you. You're like, you know what? I respect that. I'm really thank you for <laughs> Thanks for tolerating me. Yes. I don't someone, I want, if you just tolerate me, don't talk to me. I don't want to hear from you if all you do is, I'm not necessarily mad at you, although I sound like it. Like, if all you're doing is tolerating me, uh -huh. then go away. Like, why are you even talking to or about me? Just tolerating right. me is not enough. As a, not on a spiritual level, not on a biblical level, right. on a human base level, we don't, we shouldn't just be tolerating. And I'm not saying love everybody. Like, you can't love everybody. It's just not going to happen. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a ridiculous construct. However, saying that, you know, I care for these people, but I just only tolerate them, to me that sounds like not true. Let's dig into the statement. Okay. Says, While we can choose to love the people we don't agree with, we don't have to tolerate sin. So let's just choose what the, let's talk about what love means for okay, a sure. second. Like even in the Bible it says, the, um, it says that love covers a multitude of sin. Exactly so is if... If we just want to do commentary on commentary on, so you're saying we can choose to love on people we don't agree with, but we do not have to tolerate sin. So, but love's covers a multitude of sins, meaning that love puts up with a whole lot of bullshit sometimes. Yep. And until you're actually dealing with bullshit, um, in another person and with another person, you don't actually get the opportunity and really haven't really seen what the opportunity looks like to love them. You've just been so good. you've been enduring the like phase and the candy cane phase of your relationship with them. And then when finally when there's bullshit that comes up and there's like problems and issues that you don't like, that's, that's love. where love comes into play and love loves you through the fact that you're being a bitch. <laughs> All right? And so that's a very good point. I, I love that because like, what you're speaking to is the not just religious or spiritual but the reality of, of humanity. You're not dealing mm -hmm. with real love until you get nitty gritty and right. you get down in it. And, you and just knowing to... or knowing of someone, you right. don't love. I don't love Ryan Seacrest. Mm -hmm. I don't love uh, uh, Barack Obama. I don't have anything against either of those people, and I respect them. Right. But I don't love them. I don't know them. I haven't had to put up with any of their shit. Right. Exactly. And so when we when we we don't have to tolerate certain things. There are certain levels of of. Of like, if somebody's inflicting pain on you, like physical yeah. pain, then that's something different. Then yeah, you can There's change your your system and stuff like that, you know. Um, but if 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 somebody's going down the street and um, and they're having a sexual interaction with each other, that. That there's no reason that you need to t somehow quote unquote tolerate that because yeah. like that has nothing to do with you. you that hasn't I mean? come in line with your life. Right. So why are you so upset with the fact that two people went down and bumped their V's at the end of the block? <laughs> is that is Who that cares? something that you need to tolerate? How did it affect Any? you? Right. And so um, if you if you do love these people, then yes, you can tolerate them because you don't actually love people if you're not able to tolerate them. So, 
It's all very. I'm trying to follow you here. Yeah. That you're saying that you can choose to love people you don't agree with. Yes, and and how do you love people that you don't agree with? Is that you tolerate them, not that you don't tolerate them. <laughs> it's, exactly. It's like it just blows it's my a mind here. We should not. We should not want to have anything to do with it. Well, you can have no, You cannot want to go have gay sex, but that doesn't mean that you have to go. You don't have to be against gay you don't sex. Have to be, I don't. I'm. I you don't, don't want to hate the people that have gay yeah. sex. I don't desire to have it, but that doesn't mean like, oh well. Okay, I want to try this one out. Here really go ahead. So, uh, Bill Burr, I believe it was Bill Burr, is a pretty pretty noteworthy comedian. I'm a big fan of his. But he talks about not Bill Burr the singer. No, different Bill Burr. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. He talks about, and this is insensitive, but uh -huh. you've been a good friend and you've been very, very gracious in letting me say the things that I've said so far. He talks about the, the his, and again, it's more of a comedy routine, but it, to me, it makes sense. The difference between, uh, like, I'm a straight man. I see two gay people kissing. Mm -hmm. I may not necessarily be like, oh, that's the greatest thing ever. I yeah. might, to me, that might be somewhat disconcerting. Let's yeah. say, okay. However. If two gay people or one gay person sees me kissing a woman, to them that might be a bit disconcerting as well, because that's not necessarily well, their 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 thing, right? Right. So that's I like how he puts it, and just like, oh, that's weird or gross or what. But you don't have to go, hey, that's weird and gross. No, right. you can keep walking right. and have your own thing going on. That's fine. Right. But just because you don't like it doesn't mean you have to not tolerate it right. or call it out as sin. That's right. that's not how this works. It's like if everyone in the world was gay and you're straight and you're watching straight porn. Right. Is everyone supposed to be like, oh, oh. <laughs> you need to swap over and watch the gay porn. No, like, really? Like is that what we need to do? Exactly. You need to swap over Let's and watch the, the gay problems. porn. That's going to really solve the problems right there, right? And then if, so if everyone is straight and the gay people are watching yeah. the gay porn, then they're like, you guys should really swap over switch. and and watch the straight, <laughs> straight porn, right? That's gonna be much better no, for you there. You no, know? yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm just, it's not necessarily we're trying to promote porn. No, but I'm just saying like you know. <laughs> I don't like, have a problem with it. It's fine. It, it's, it's like <laughs> what, and then we're saying we're supposed to call. We're supposed to live a life separated. separated. Um, that doesn't mean that we should love that. Whole should thing, should that, love them. That doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that we should a, love them. That's a double negative. And granted. treat them with res treat them with respect. I'm not speaking in shunning or ignoring or insulting anyone who doesn't live the same lifestyle. And again, hold on one second. Can we just drop the word lifestyle out of this whole thing? And you've said it a couple yeah, times. I have. No. Um, Correct me. Do but, it. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, being when you, if you it have sounds, a is it kind of like lifestyle sounds like more of a choice. Yeah, like, like oh, you I chose like, this lifestyle. Hold on a second. You get Sorry. to choose. You get to choose whatever your behavior is. Okay. Mm -hmm. And. Being gay is not some sort of lifestyle that people like, like I was saying, like a five or seven year old kid that parents are like, oh, I know you're gay. <laughs> that's not like, that's not a lifestyle. So would you say that some seven year old kid has a lifestyle? I mean, Richie Rich had a lifestyle, right. but the average seven year old that's going to school all no. day, I wouldn't necessarily consider that a lifestyle. And also to keep it you know fair I mean? and even, and I like what you're saying, I like that you called me out on it. All I right. honestly appreciate that. Yeah. How often do you see, see or hear someone say, "Oh, they live a straight lifestyle"? No, when have you no, ever heard I mean, that? No. Like, so really why should that. right? So why should it apply to the other side of the coin? It yeah. shouldn't. I mean, and what does lifestyle entail? Does that mean you like polo, Ralph Lauren? Right. Like, <laughs> That's um, what lifestyle like actually like yeah, being yeah, on top of a horse means. and playing. Right. Um, or, or is lifestyle having to do with, like you're into boating, or is lifestyle yeah. having to do with like 
um, if you're into dicks, that's not a lifestyle. I'm no, sorry, it's not. No. And because yeah. there's lots of females who are into dicks, but do they have a lifestyle? You call that <laughs> is that a new lifestyle? Right. Yes. Nope. She's into dicks. dicks. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> I chose it. That might be the title of this episode. She's you know, in the dicks. That's a lifestyle. That's a lifestyle. You know, like it's. That's good though. It doesn't. It just doesn't add up. Thank, John, know, honestly, thank you for sense. clearing the air on that. Like yeah. that helps. That helps me to right. understand. It helps a lot of other people to understand and be more accepting. Right. And just understanding of the fact. And when you said it, I was like, shit, I did say that a couple of times. Yeah. And you're right. Like yeah. it's not a lifestyle, like a choice or like fucking polo right. or because you like. Playing it's, baseball. Yeah, like it's like saying that. Oh, you're blind. That's a lifestyle. Like, <laughs> there um, you go. That's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Yes. Yeah. Um, you live the blind lifestyle. Right. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> you like eating strawberry jelly. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's not how it works. I know. It's it's. Yeah. I mean, lifestyle does apply to certain certain aspects, aspects. of life yeah. and stuff like that, and and more so, I feel like it's like what kind of like things you're like kind of into. Yeah. Um, the things that. God put into your body and like he created in you aren't necessarily lifestyle choices yeah. you know it's how um, you, it's you're how you blonde are. lifestyle um, <laughs> you um, no I get it like yeah, it's a predisposition exactly. kind of thing like you can't right. say that's a lifestyle exactly it's right. how you were born or God lets you eat one burger and you put on five pounds and other people oh, yeah. eat a burger and like they lose pounds. <laughs> yeah. um, and you're like WTF? So are you supposed to say like burger people lifestyle. they eat burgers or li- that's their lifestyle? Yeah. Eat burgers, <laughs> you know? Like uh, you know. No. Meanwhile, Michael Phelps is jamming 17 oh burgers God, yes. in his face and he's got six pack abs. Yeah. And you're like, what's the age, nice. man? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So yes. it's it it kind of is like it's just defining that lifestyle means something. Yeah. I always find it interesting that um that uh um. Gold City put out a, a song called What a Great Lifestyle, lifestyle. Yeah. Yes. Living for Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You know, anyways. I like it. That was an interesting That's song. That's hilarious. Song choice. But Let anyways, me, but. We'll, we'll stop bashing this person who shall render yeah. nameless. We'll go on to the next one. Um, what's sad is when Christians won't take a stand. She had the opportunity. So let me just go back because I know we've been all over the map now. We're talking about right. Lauren Daigle yeah, and the fact Lauren that she Dago didn't thing, yeah, condemn that. someone who um, is not has a gay lifestyle is gay. Um, <laughs> that's because like everybody that she works with is gay. True. I'm sorry. True. It's, it's yeah, the music like, industry. The music industry is yes. gay, and it, like the the music pastor dude at your church is probably gay. Um, you'll never know it. You'll he never won't know tell it. You. Yeah, but he gay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let him know. Let, let him know. I don't know. I'm not saying every guy out there in the world is gay that does music, um, but there's. There's a great majority that I are. I like what you're saying because I was the music pastor. So. I love this. I love this. Stuart's still biting. I'm biting. Someday. Someday he'll no, come out. I'll, I'll come over. Uh, she had kidding. the opportunity to state what we know to be the truth about the topic according to the word of God in the name of, here it is, in the name of acceptance and tolerance. Many Christians are dropping their standards, air quotes if you're just listening, right. and have become either just like the world or not far removed from the world, so that it's hard to tell who is who anymore. Can we just pause there? Yeah, absolutely. There's pause. a lot to unpack. Right yeah, there. Sorry, oh my God. I'm running through no, it so you're fast. Fine. Just like the world are not far from removed from the world. Um, that the whole the whole concept here is is that there's like some other group of people out in the world that is known as the world, <laughs> and those yes. people that are in the world that are worldly right yes would that be a good way to describe them? and it's hard to tell 
who is who anymore? Because the people first, in the world. First of are, all, why do we need to know who's who? I, I don't even. Sorry. I can't even grab my head around that right now. Like, whoa. Like, it's like that you are a part of the world. And so yes. we're all connected in oh the world. Yes, and yes. the thing is, is that the whole concept in the IFB is that there's this other group of people and we're in this other special group of assholes um, yeah. that like that everyone else needs to like do something in order to get into our asshole to group. Be, yeah, you know to what be I mean? The cool kids. Right. The cool yeah. kids or that we're in this special like, well, we're better than everyone else. Yeah, we really are. Like that. So but you think stupid. about it. You, you think. I, and I know I'm taking away from your point, probably. No, but you think fine. about it. Like how we were raised, how we were taught, what we preached, what we learned. It's it's all about being. Not unlike some stuff Adolf said, we're the supreme people. We're better. We're going to heaven. That's totally why we knocked on doors on every Saturday because they're going to hell. We have to save them because right. they're not. And again, I understand like, oh, well, no, we just asked Jesus. It doesn't make us better. Yeah, but that's not how you really feel. That's not how you really believe. I guarantee you, and I've said it before, there were so many times, and I know other people feel this way too, mm -hmm. still feel or used to, people would offer me drinks or a cigarette, and I'd be like, oh, no, you know, I don't drink. And I'd make up some excuse other than Christianity or being mm -hmm. an IFB person as to why I didn't drink or smoke or whatever. But in reality, I was like, huh, I'm better than you guys. Like, I don't smoke. Right. I don't drink. I'm so much better than you. And I'm not, it's not just that. It's a multitude of things that we don't do, whether it's right. rock and roll music or dress standards, actual legalism. Uh -huh. But, like, it is it is a for so many people, it's about being a part of that club that's better than everyone else. Right. And let's be, look, let's be honest, let's be real. Wouldn't we all want to be a part of that club? Wouldn't you want to be better than everyone else? Like, that's me appealing to my own pride. But, like, yeah. I would love to be better than everyone else because that means I'd probably be making more money than everyone else. Right. I'd probably be on more TV shows and movies than everyone else. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'd be doing all this other cool stuff that no one else gets to do. Right. But just because I want to be better than everyone else doesn't make me better than everyone else. Right. And a book that was written eons ago and me adhering to a couple of verses I took out of context, sorry, doesn't make right. me better than anyone, right. most especially not everyone else. Right. And it's talking about um, about Christians are dropping their standards. Yeah. And so it's like we have some sort of like there's some sort of better than thing. Yes, there definitely is. Um, and the standards create that. It's almost like let's just go into the clothing industry like for just a yeah. minute here. Like you think that somebody's got a nicer suit on or better crisp pants on or a nicer shirt on. Well, the reason we like that is because they have higher standards. Yeah. They have higher standards than the rest of us because we're we're wearing sloppy seconds clothes. Sure. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, and this person has higher standards, so we give them more respect and dignity or whatever you want to say. And so we kind of want to do that same kind of idea with people and saying that Christians are supposed to have some sort of like higher standard than everybody else, and so therefore they're somehow better than everybody else. Yeah. And so. And so many people have just dropped their standards and they're wearing normal clothes now. Um, <laughs> God and, forbid. Yes. And they have become either just like the world, just like all everyone else in the world, mm -hmm. or not far removed from being everyone else in the world because they've not, they're not stepping into the, we've got to step in line up this ladder thing yep. in order to. The blessings. Like, yeah, like it's blessings culture, mm -hmm. which is that somebody ahead of me can shit on me literally in the face and I can open yep. my mouth and enjoy all the blessings of that um, in the blessings culture. So many blessings. Because I can now move up to that rung and I can shit on everybody yep. else beneath me. Yep. So it becomes like the 
that uh, what's the obulus thing where the snake's eating its own head or whatever? Yeah, I've seen it. Every, it's kind of just like a giant shit train. Everyone's yeah. just kind of shitting on each other, and you can shit on everybody at the bottom because it's okay because I'm climbing. You maintain that level of shittiness. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, some level of wonder up there. Oh and so people are dropping their standards just like the world, not far removed. So it's hard to tell who is who anymore um, because everyone's, everyone's recognizing that we're all connected and that we're not in some sort of like line of weirdness. Um, <laughs> because of her influence, she had a wonderful opportunity um, to do what? Um, <laughs> to shit on uh, To the... shit on everybody? Yes, exactly. Because that would be a really great way <laughs> to get all of the gays to come back to Jesus and to stop. Yes, um, tell them they're an abomination. To stop, to stop doing this um, and doing this. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yes. say, don't leave that out. <laughs> we need to, we need to, so the, all that's going to get canceled on by you treating other people like shit. So if, yeah. we, if we shit on them more, then they're all going to love Jesus more, and they're all The gonna... answer is more hate speech. Yes, Come on. exactly. Really. Because you know how many people have been reached with hate? <laughs> so many. Just look at the Crusades. <laughs> exactly. Crusades worked, right? They did. They, I mean, they slaughtered they millions. Because of Thousands her influence, she had a wonderful opportunity of probably at the fear of losing fans or followers, because I'm sure she's really afraid when she went on the Allen show that she was going to lose some fans. <laughs> Um, Highly doubted. And prefer to say stay neutral. Otherwise, why would she be afraid to stand up? What is right? Because this is to say that um, to say that that her her um, saying that God's in charge of all this thing is is to is to say that it's that's not the right. wrong answer. That's the wrong answer. Yeah. Okay. Because the right answer is is to um, throw everyone under the bus. Yeah, exactly. Right? Others have stated their beliefs in a non-judgmental way. But she's not supposed to. Right. Uh, what's popular is not always right, and what's right is not always popular. Whatever. So much, dude. <laughs> yeah. What's popular Here's... is not always right. Yeah. Okay. Here's what's right my... is not always popular. <laughs> we'll make that the title of this episode. Please. Here's my. Here's my. Here's what I'd like to come to, and I don't right. know. I don't know if we have a great answer here, or if we have the the crazy amazing solution. We don't but, really have a whole lot of solutions. <laughs> not tonight. No, <laughs> but where I, my thought is, there's enough trouble and enough heartache and enough war and enough death and enough negativity in the world. Why, not why, but just can you put this one aside? Can we? And I'm not saying like ignore things or be you know if someone rubs you the wrong way, just let them keep doing. It. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like. This so-called issue of someone being gay, why does that have to pervade our life and why does it have to be such a negative thing when at the very least we could literally leave someone else alone and at the very best accept them and love them for who they really are? Right. Okay, what's, what's, what's the answer? Where do we go from here? Where do we, how do we, and honestly, overall, I know we're kind of, we're really, not we, I'm really focusing on IFB and religion and a, and a very small, very small part mm -hmm. of society and people that just right. won't accept others for who they are. Right. But for that small, for the world at large, I think we're doing really good. Yeah. I think we've made a lot of strides. Yeah. The, and I'm not saying the U.S. especially, but this is where I live. So I've seen a lot of changes, a lot of things going well. Right. I've seen people refusing to bake cakes. They're fucking stupid, but nothing I can do about them. What? But what do we do for this small string, these few people that just can't get it through their heads that I like the way you put it because I feel like it's eloquent. Eloquent. One person's part of their skin 
touching another person's part of their skin is somehow the end of the world for them. Right. How do those people move forward? Do they never move forward? Do we never see progress for them? Or do they find some kind of a way to understand, like, hey, I have relatives or family or friends that are gay, and it's okay? Right. And I think it's, I think it, what it comes down to is, like, letting love lead the way, if that makes any oh, sense. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes, yes. And saying that, um, you know, like, at what point do you break down and actually follow what Christ said? Do you actually believe, mm -hmm. is Jesus really God? Yeah. And did he really put gay people here? Or was that just some mad plot some of the construct. devil um, in order to, like, get at your get at your family and stuff like that. I mean, it's just bonkers. It like, nuts. if you let love lead the way, then you realize that God created this whole jazz here. Yep. <laughs> and um, he, he included a lot of really colorful and brilliant people, like, including Alan Turing, who created... Oh, my God, yes. The modern, our modern computing is, it stems from this guy who solved and helped solve the Enigma code. And meanwhile, he was like, uh, oh, castrated was, yeah. on the middle of the story. Yeah, he it's was, terrible. He, some what of the brightest minds in our world. Um, the guy that runs freaking um, Apple right now, that was like Steve Jobs' right hand Tim guy. Kirk, yeah, right? yeah, gay guy. I yeah. mean, he's one of, he runs one of the biggest companies in the freaking world. Yeah, and it's like some of the brightest minds of our time have come have been gay. I mean, like so many of the people that stored. All the music that came from the oh middle, middle Ages and stuff like that, a lot of the records that were stored by gay people that were worked in the church that weren't necessarily out, but they were gay. Um, there's so God's God's put so many amazing people on this planet, and there's so many great people that are just completely ignored, passed over, and ran over um, because that because of this circumstance that God's put into their lives, and we're so busy trying to change them. Instead of just loving them where they are, let God run the fucking show. <laughs> Leave it alone. Le let them be whatever it is. Yeah. It is not. It is not your job to fix these people. You know what I mean? This isn't an AA thing. Because nothing's where wrong. It's not a consumption issue. Like it's <laughs> like it's like yeah, just let the people be where they are, and and if God's going to change them, He will change them in His time, in His place, in His will. And it's not your job to hate on them. It is your job to love on them. Because like I was saying, come back to Jesus. The, the, the teaching of Christ is to love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. You first of all have to love yourself. If you, cannot know, if you don't know how to treat yourself and how to love on yourself, regardless of whether God made you gay or straight or European, like <laughs> you can still try loving on yourself. And then you can therefore also love on other people to the amount and level that you love on yourself. And I love that because I feel like that is the solution, is loving yourself. And let's let's be real from our background and what we know, and I'm not downplaying anything that mm -hmm. you said. Right. I feel like people that come from a cultish or an IFB or a very sheltered background or maybe just had a very tough childhood because right. of abusive parents, you either literally hate yourself right. or have no clue how to love yourself. Right. You are and taught... Everything that you are bad, bad, yes. bad, bad. Yes. It's the greatest way for anyone, a cult leader, to take advantage of anybody. Yes. If I want to take advantage of you right now, I'm going to teach you that you're bad. And the second I've got you feeling that you're bad, I can take advantage of you in whatever any way, way I want uh -huh. to. Uh -huh. And it's crazy. And people are doing it every single day of the week, and people are not opening their eyes to it. And that's why yeah. you have to let love lead the way. Yeah. You have to realize that you are worth something. God loves you exactly how you are. He made you the way he wanted you You're to be. You're worthy of love. You're worthy of love, love and belonging. Every human, every human being, every right. 
animal, every being, like you're all, we all deserve love. Exactly. And I know there's terrible, you know, murderous, rapist people out there. I'm not trying to make room or justify for them, but I am saying like, we all have a capacity to love. Right. We all have a capacity to receive love. Right. And so many of us, not so many, but inside of this, uh, of this realm, we've had that seared. We've had that cut off. Right. We've, we have felt the, 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 uh, the depths of, just this terrible feeling of the fact that we're not worthy, we're not worth it. And and that's because of what other people have told us about ourselves. Right. Look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that, just, I, I don't know exactly where to tell you to start, but you don't even have to look in the mirror, you just start in your brain. My therapist has talked to me about how our brains are trained mm -hmm. and how the fact that the, the, every time you do something or think something, there's this circuit that completes. Mm -hmm. And every time, all that repetition like over and over and over again, every time that circuit continues, to repeat itself, the more you've trained yourself to think or act or behave a certain way. Mm -hmm. And we've, if so many of us have been trained for so long that we're no good, and, and if we've been trained in ways that seem innocent, like, man, I'm just, I'm just super humble, or, you know, I just thank the Lord for everything he's done for me, or, and again, I'm not downplaying your clear belief in God at all, I'm just saying we've gotten to where we want to make it sound like we're just super humble or just super self-sacrificing or, or we just want to serve others and there's nothing wrong with humility serving others or being sacrificial mm -hmm. but when it gets put on steroids in the cult like the IFB is there's no room for you there's nothing wrong right. with sacrifice and service and loving others but when you've done that to the point that you've maxed that out and there's no room in your life for yourself and your own feelings and your own self-love there's a huge problem mm -hmm. huge problem and a great way to start to start stopping that mm -hmm. is just to, to to acknowledge it first of all, and then to say, "I'm worthy of love." Just fucking say it. Right. Say it to yourself. Say it out loud. I don't care how crazy you sound. Just say it. Find a way right. to express it to yourself. That doesn't mean you need to start stress eating like I'm doing currently. Doesn't mean you need to buy yourself a bunch of toys or clothes right. that you don't need. It just means you need to acknowledge that you're worthy of love, right. and it's okay. And then, like you said, I, I love that because that right. I feel like. Uh, where do we go from here was a question I'd written down, mm -hmm. but I feel like you answered it perfectly. Love yourself and love other people. Right. And that's it. Yeah. Cause like the, the first commandment was to love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, yeah. and body. Um, honestly, I don't even know what that means. And I don't even think that most people could even like actually put the word what that it. actually means. Cause that yeah. is so far beyond us right now that, and for you can you can grasp the concept of loving yourself and you can grasp the yes. concept of loving others. That's hard enough. If you only get commandment number two, I'm sure commandment number one will follow suit somewhere You'd in there. Be all right. But yeah, but like get get commandment number two, which is like liken to it, which is to love yourself love your neighbor as yourself. And, and you can't love your neighbor as yourself right. until you love yourself. Right. So let's just ask you this, like, if you were gay, should you love yourself? Yes or no? There you go. That's good. And then, and then, if your answer is no, I should love myself. Then all the gay, then all the gay people should just be going out and like hating everybody. Yeah, because including themselves, including themselves, because they hate themselves because that's how they treat themselves because right. they don't love themselves. So therefore, they, then according to that scripture, then all of a sudden they're like they don't love anybody else because they don't ever love themselves. And that's just that's terrible. Crazy, that sounds awful. You know what I mean? This is it's a like, terrible way to live. So. If you could manage, if you were gay, would you love yourself? And 